Before we get back into the main pod, the main discussion between myself and Owen, we have my brother here who's going to give his thoughts on Rise of Skywalker. He's we've spoke about Star Wars at length a few times, a few times. So I figured it would be appropriate for Paul to uh, have some say in the film. So take it away, Paul. Give me your uh, give me your real quick before we before we dive into like the specific points. Give me Mm -hmm. like your one sentence review. Um, it seems like a, uh, a what's there, there's an episode of Parks and Recreation where they talk about a camel, a, uh, a horse designed by a committee. And this is very much what the Rise of Skywalker feels like. Um, when I was watching it, it felt very, very rushed. And when I walked out of it, it felt I felt exhausted, but not entertained exhausted. Like, oh, my gosh, I saw something amazing. I'm never you know, going to see this. I'm never going to have this experience again. It was more like, God, that was like hard, hard work to yeah. like to like stay really focused and enthusiastic through it. Um, and I think that's partially because I was watching three movies all at once. Yeah, at the very least, two movies. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Because I I think like the first like forty five minutes of that film was, uh, JJ trying to do like this is what I was going to do with the second film. Well, I don't just mean I don't just mean that it was all rushed really quick and there was enough to fill a couple of movies. It was that one scene you would see and it felt jarringly different than the next scene that followed. And then the next scene that followed that felt like the scene prior to that in terms of tone. Yeah. And it just felt like it was just several movies were interweaved together. And that part was exhausting. Um, ultimately, you know, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, this is by far, I think the weakest of, of the nine movies. By far. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's probably not like the worst <laughs> made, I would I would feel. Yeah. In my ranking, and I sent you my ranking, mm-hmm. I still put mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones and The Phantom Menace below this film. Um Where would you what would oh, man. where would you I, rank I haven't it? thought of this. I haven't thought of this. Um I think of now that I've seen a different sequel made by different or a different different sequel trilogy made by different people other than George Lucas. Um, I certainly would put this trilogy below the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of movie per movie, Attack of the Clones is a different kind of bad. Um, because The Rise of Skywalker is like billion dollar dumpster fire. It's not really, it's not really even a dumpster fire, but it's just a billion dollar mess and Attack of the Clones is like goofy ass Saturday morning cartoon mess. It's like a campy mess, not a like with Attack of the Clones, it seemed like I don't know, and maybe this is just my perception as someone that's in the audience or whatever, but it felt less serious. It felt like a less serious fumble. 
where people would stand up and go, oh, you know, it wasn't so bad, whatever, who cares? You know, we're all having fun out here. This felt like, guys, we have to get this right and it has to be serious. And if we fumble, it's a big disaster. And so you can you can almost feel when there's a moment where people stumble and where you feel like like where the audience is cringing. You're like, this was much more serious that they stumbled here. How much of that do you think is the fact that this is the, the final last film one. in a trilogy as opposed to Attack the Clones being the middle? That's a big deal. Um, it's it's a really, really big deal in terms of and listen, I, I other other reviewers have probably said it well. When they've been like, uh, you know, just as a movie by itself, a Star Wars movie by itself, this movie is fine. It's yeah. average. But in terms of being the last chapter of a nine part saga, it doesn't work. You know, it did not wrap it up in the way that I wanted it to wrap up. And I get that, you know, if you're in the last chapter, you want you want the conclusion to be like, you know, grandiose and everything to be bigger and everything to be to, you know, wrap yeah. the whole thing up. And I see how they try that. So, for example, they brought up they brought characters back through, you know, voiceovers or whatever, um, instead of, you know, just this grand army that's going to, you know, destroy the galaxy. It's every Star Destroyer has a planet killing weapon, which I thought was really dumb. But I'm like, OK, they have to ratchet everything up to 11 because this is the final chapter. And we got to be like, this is absolutely serious. It has to work this time or else. I get why they did that, but it just didn't land. Yeah. You know, if yeah, it just, it just didn't it just didn't work for me. I'm, I I don't know it. So I guess my uh, and I don't want to seem like an old crotchety fan by talking like this. And I yeah. and this is this is the difference here. When I walked out of the Rise of Skywalker, I thought about it in the same way that I thought about Revenge of the Sith when I walked out of that. And what was it, two thousand five? Yeah, yeah, um, or or something thereabouts. Um, yeah. And I thought, okay, does this really wrap up the trilogy that they've created? Like, is this, is this a good conclusion to that trilogy? Um, and does it stack up to everything that I know about Star Wars? And the difference between uh, The Rise of Skywalker and Revenge of the Sith was Revenge of the Sith felt like it was uh, the conclusion to that trilogy, and it made a lot of sense to me, and, and it... it, it consistently from episode one, two, and three, it felt all like it was all part of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it very much felt like Star Wars. It, it really, like, at its core and in its soul, it really felt like Star Wars. This, first off, it didn't feel like the conclusion to the sequel trilogy because there was so much left sitting around, so many loose ends. And I know, I know, and I know there's going to be some inconsistency that that, you know, Fans are going to be studying for years and years between, you know, the vision for The Last Jedi and the vision for Rise of Skywalker. Um, but this did not feel like a conclusion to the trilogy, let alone a conclusion to the whole saga. So I guess, uh, do you think that it would have been better for them to have maybe slowed this movie down and maybe done an episode 10 and made this a quadrility for the last chunk? Um, if they were just like, yeah, just kidding, yeah, guys, episode yeah. nine isn't the last one we're doing. I mean, the only way 
I don't know. I don't know how you do this because it's it's so very plainly obvious. No matter what is said in front of the cameras, it's so very plainly obvious that J.J. Abrams was not happy with the direction that The Last Jedi went. And so he spent the first hour trying to go, trying to say, uh, oh, whoops, none of that counts. Uh, everything's changed. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, the only way you would correct for that hasty first uh, act of the rise of skywalker is if you were to just say oh by the way the last jedi we're just redoing it you know it's the only way like like you'd have to have like uh episode uh eight a and episode eight b and then you can pick whichever one you like the best you know there's like the johnson last jedi and the abrams last jedi and then you know you just kind of go from there that's the only way they can do it Ep in episode 10 would be like well then if you're giving me a 10 why the hell did you give me an eight you know, well, like, why did you give me an eight and nine when those like one of those movies didn't need to be there? You know, yeah. but in this trilogy is the same thing. You know, if you if you look at it, seven, eight and nine between seven and nine, you could skip eight and you actually probably could be caught up completely, to be honest. Probably for uh, the yeah, most part. Right. Exactly. Which I guess brings me it brings me to another question, which is how has the rise of Skywalker affected your opinion of The Last Jedi? Um. I mean, it's completely canceled out The Last Jedi entirely, so, I mean, it hasn't, it hasn't improved my opinion, it certainly hasn't denigrated my opinion, because it just made it like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. It's like, if you got, like, for me, it's like, if you did really poorly on a math test, and then everybody else did really poorly on that same math test, and you're like, I know, right? And you kind of feel some camaraderie about how piss poor things are going. And then the teacher comes in months later and goes, by the way, that test didn't count. And then you go, oh, good. Like, you don't think about the test afterwards. You're just like, good, it doesn't count anymore. I don't have to worry about it. That's kind of what this felt like going into this movie. You know, a new director came in, or rather, a, the, the director of episode seven came in and said, you know that, like, that, that babysitter that was keeping track of you while I was gone? I've come back and said that everything that he said is, is bullshit and you don't have to worry about it. And you kind of go, okay, whatever, forget that guy. And, and that's kind of how I feel about The Last Jedi at this point. It's like, it happened. I remember it happened. I had feelings about it, but now they don't matter, so I don't really care. Fair. You know, I, I've got just just this complete like I've wiped the slate clean of that movie because this movie negates that movie. Yeah. You know, now what it doesn't negate. It has its own flaws original to the rise of Skywalker. Uh, and, you know, I am sure that, you know, you will say this or have said this. There are things I like about it. There are things I do not like about it. And those things are independent to itself and completely you know set aside from yeah. uh, what it's trying to correct in the last jedi um so kind of last question uh to kind of like springboard us into this yeah. next section with owen and i um what are your what would be your high point of the rise of skywalker and what's the lowest low point like what's your favorite moment what's your least favorite moment my favorite moment actually is um bringing back harrison ford Really? Yes, I am. I am surprised that this is what I thought. But like, like watching Kylo Ren stand there, and then like he's having a memory. It's not a Force ghost. That I also really, really like that. Yeah. Because it's like he's remembering what his dad would have said. I think sometimes Star Wars has this problem, and I think it's definitely true 
of uh, since Disney has held the property that they're like, we can just hand wave because of the force, whatever, you know, they can just like deus ex machina, the force. And just yeah, go. there's some serious it can do power anything. creep. Super, 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 super bad. Um, like it makes the it makes uh, the force on the force unleashed. Uh, look like it was being very tamed with what the force could and could not do. You do know that they made uh, someone pulling a star destroyer out of the sky cannon, right? Yeah, because in like, the legends guys, of really? in the legends of Luke Skywalker, apparently Luke Skywalker pulled a star destroyer out of the sky. Oh uh, God! And it's like stop! Like the force, the force is not everything. Like at least Luke Lucas knew the fucking rules, right? Like he was like, it can't do everything. This is ridiculous. And there was a line of ridiculous. That well, and like cross. I was watching, and like watching Rise of Skywalker when Palpatine does his like Palpatine used Thunderbolt moment, and I'm like, really? When he's, gonna destroy when he's doing everything? that, I'm sitting there and I'm like. So why even bother having weapons when you can yeah. just have an army yeah. of like yeah. force users right. zapping everything out of the right. sky? Right, right, right. Like just have him go from planet to planet and between every planet he takes a nap and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, we're on Mon Calamar, sir. And then he lightnings it and then it's dead. And Mon then Calamari he goes on to the next one. specifically could be really bad. He just like zaps the water. And the oh yeah, he doesn't dies. even have to put that much effort. He just sticks his toe in the water and it's like, they're all dead. It's fine. Um... Yeah, but I don't know where the hell we were going with this. Um, uh, you're, so it was your okay, favorite moment. So I, favorite moment. I liked that. Um, I liked the idea of Kylo Ren like being like, you know, I don't have anyone else left. I am 100% alone now. Like, I push Ray away. Mom's dead. I don't know who else to talk to. And he goes inward and he talks to himself and he's like, what would dad have done, you know? And I like that because one thing I've always liked about Star Wars, and this is one area that I actually think these trilogies did okay in, but they could have explored better, was like the archetypal relationships between fathers and sons. Yeah. Like the old trilogy did it extremely well. Uh, the prequel trilogy did it okay, to be honest, with the there relationship was, yeah. between like mentor and mentee. There was between, father figure. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But that was yeah, really more yeah. brothers then, but still familial. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. But there, there was that, there was that family relationship there. But uh, the, the the original trilogy did really well with that father son dynamic. I like the idea that he's like, I have no one left, and I know that I'm supposed to do something as you know, as a person, as as a grown like adult what do i do and they and he thinks oh what would dad do and in his mind he remembers you know what he should have done in that moment and he basically rewrites yeah. what he should have done in that and i thought that was a good moment does does that moment does your opinion of that moment change if the idea that that was supposed to be a moment between him and carrie fisher does that like Having that thought in your mind, does that change the way that you think about that moment? Um, it certainly would have been a different dynamic. That is absolutely yeah. true. It would have been absolutely a different dynamic. I think that... Because uh, I believe it was Kathleen Kennedy, after Carrie Fisher died, said... We would have liked this to be well, Carrie, they, but... She said there were two major moments that we needed in this sequel trilogy mm. involving Carrie Fisher, and we were able to film one of them. Yeah. And the, the two moments that she was referring to was Leia and Kylo and Leia and Luke. Yeah. And they got Leia and Luke. Yeah. They didn't get Leia and Kylo. Yeah. I think it... I have no... I actually think it could have worked for both, both situations, mm -hmm. because um, I think that you could have made it work between Carrie Fisher and Adam Driver. I think that would have worked just fine. But the problem is, is that we never have had a scene with those two characters in the same place at the same time yet. 
And so it's almost as though we're being introduced to the dynamic between the two characters. Whereas with Harrison Ford, we know what it looks like when Han Solo talks to Ben Solo. Yeah, it usually ends with a lightsaber through the chest. Yeah, so I liked... I liked that we had a, 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 I liked that there was a little bit of continuity, a little bit of dynamic that matured. Yeah, it, it rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked that. So that, that probably actually would be my high point. And, you know, for, for better or for worse, there's, there's, there's that. I mean, there's littler thing. there's little things they did here or there that I liked. I really liked actually uh, having more uh, meat on uh, C-3PO's character. Yeah, that's something um, that I talked about. Yeah, I, I liked that. Um, what did you think of... Um, this is a scene that when when I ask people most of the time, at least over the last like week or this so... This separates the men from the boys. Uh, what was their favorite moment? The moment that has come up pretty consistently multiple times was uh, Chewie's reaction to hearing that Leia was gone. Oh, I'm glad it was in there, but I'm, I, it, I wasn't... Did it hit you? Oh, obviously. I because mean, like obviously. That, that shit's still like even on my second viewing, I teared up. Yeah, no, obviously. Just seeing obviously. Chewbacca just lose it. Obviously, but it's kind of like if you know that somebody's gone, and then you have to tell someone, you know, days later, it's like, yeah, man, I was there, you know. So at this point, like Carrie Fisher's been gone long enough, it's like, yeah, man, I feel you. So I, I guess I probably, if she had died a month ago, it would be different. Yeah, you know, I just I feel like now it's like, yeah, man, I get it. As 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 I've said before, like that moment with Chewbacca was probably the realest the sequel trilogy has gotten. Uh, Yeah, that's that's probably true. Like that felt like like that was some real shit. Like that was some emotion. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a favorite. Like I wouldn't call it a favorite scene. You know, I really liked. And again, there were a couple things that this movie got right. I really liked that they had. Uh, all the Jedi of the past, or at least the ones that we would recognize, talking to Ray. They even got I some liked, ones that you wouldn't recognize. Yeah, was was uh, Ahsoka Tano in? Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka, it's like, it's because, like good for good uh, for them. Like, yeah, Ashley Eckstein was mm-hmm. in there. Freddie Prince Jr. was in there. I know. Uh, they got some like random ones, like Kaya Mundi. <laughs> yeah, was was yeah. in there, and like Jennifer Hale as. Uh, uh, oh crap! I can't remember which what the name of the Jedi master that she was mm. in the clone wars, but she popped up But regardless, there. like people, like if you knew, if you were deep, in if a canon, Jedi character like, had a name and was voiced in some sort of Canon material, it popped up in there. recent history. It would yeah. be Like, yep, there it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And that's good. And Sam like Witwer that. was in there as a character that people are like, who the hell is Sam Witwer? Yeah. Cause he hasn't, cause he voiced Darth Maul. Like he hasn't voiced a Jedi. Like who is he? Yeah. Who is he supposed to be in there? And people are still just like, I don't know who Sam Witwer is, but we know you he's pulled in someone there. out. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's for Evan. Like, the, um, <laughs> yeah. well, he, Sam Witwer. In case you don't know who that is, he's he's the guy who was not only the voice of, but also the uh, the facial reference and the mocap actor for Star Killer in The Force Unleashed. Mm. And he's now like, did he's now know. like big and involved in Star Wars. He's done a bunch of voice acting stuff. He voiced yeah. he voiced Darth Maul in the Clone Wars, and he did the voice for Solo, even yeah. though it was Ray Park playing Darth Maul. Um, mm. and so people are just like, why is Sam Witwer in there? <laughs> like, yeah, who is he supposed to be? A- anyway, somebody I liked, probably knows. I liked that part. And I thought that, you know, if they're going to do the Maybe like, if this, or if this mo- movie is like the actual conclusion of like the Jedi and the Sith, it makes sense that all the culmination of the Jedi are together against all the culmination of the Sith. That part I had no problem with, although I've seen some like criticism of that, whatever. I had no problem with that. 
Um, I like that we got a little meat, a, mo- a little more meat on the backstory of Poe, a l- slightly more meat on the backstory of Finn. Like, I like that they became more fleshed out characters as opposed to Poe just being like, I can fly anything. It's like, okay, but what else? You know? And then. Spice mm-hmm. runner. Yeah, I, that was. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then, and then they just kind of gloss over it like. Yeah, man, like spice is a drug. The man's like the man's like running drugs. No yeah. like you poke fun at him, but this guy's like cooking like interstellar meth. He's you like, know? like Zori Bliss is the Heisenberg to his like Jesse Pinkman. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spice bitch. Um but yeah. So those things I liked about it. But there's a lot of it that was a goddamn mess. Yeah, what was your least favorite moment? Like if you had to isolate one moment and go, that was some bullshit. There are two mo okay. I, I have to keep it at two. There are two moments where I flat out in the uh, movie theater cringed, and I have never cringed in a Star Wars movie. I didn't cringe in Attack of the Clones. That's Gra- granted. We were younger. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Granted, I'm, I was you seventeen. Were like, yeah, you were like seventeen. But still, like that's 13. that's the time in your adolescence where you cringe at basically everything, and I didn't cringe then. Um, I cringed when uh, the star each star destroyer had a planet killer on it. I'm like. Guys, Jesus Christ, can't you come up with something new? Like, can it just be there's a fuckload of ships? Give give Last Jedi give all the shit. Give, give Last Jedi all the shit that you want. No, no planet, planet killer. killing weapons. I'll get, that. I will give Ryan Johnson that. He's like, no, man, we're not we're not going down. Although that Empire well one didn't more have time. a Death Star either. So Yes. Yes. Like what yeah. I don't know. More more I think about it, the more it's like uh maybe the last Jedi was like on the edge of greatness, but it didn't make it, so it just like looked like a giant dumpster fire. Like, like okay, Owen so, and I, Owen and I are covering it on the fixer. So if it's go. being covered on the fixer, that means it's not a complete. Well, okay, but, fire, but you know, because we think that we can fix it. You know what I mean? And you're gonna yeah. get this reference. And I don't know how much of the audience is gonna get this reference, but like, it's like when you're riding a dirt bike and you're going up of an extremely steep hill and it's very, very high, and you're like, I can almost make it up to the top, but that that hill just gets increasingly more and more steep. And suddenly and you're, you're like, tire you're like, off. either I'm going to make it or I'm going to eat shit so bad I don't know if I'm going to stand up from yeah. this like maybe the last Jedi was right there on that line and, and it just it wound up shit. yeah and it just wound up going over backwards um, that part I hated I really did not like the ending I really really did not like the ending I'm Ray like, Skywalker yeah I'm Ray Skywalker it's like I've never that I, ro- make, I rolled my that eyes that doesn't make any sense I rolled my eyes so hard I was worried my corneas were gonna become oh, detached oh my god oh I was like oh I sat like I may have made a physical moan good thing no one was sitting next to me except for my wife I was like there was a, are there you was a, kidding me there was a tweet going around that uh, was like it could have been worse. The movie could have just ended with her going, I'm Ray Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, who was it? I can't remember who I was watching. Um, it was like, it actually would have been better. Uh, and, and whoever it was, I can't remember, had a really good argument of why it would have been better if her last name was just Palpatine. Because it would have been. Because then she owns it. She owns that this name will no longer mean the greatest evil in the world. Or the greatest evil in the galaxy. It will be. Uh, a force for good, and I am going to remake it, and I own it. She's plus, not taking anyone plus else's then identity. You would have future Jedi who have to refer to somebody as Master Palpatine. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it would have been. It, it would have completely subverted what the Emperor wanted. I cannot think of the more of a more ultimate turnaround. Do of you fate. know? Do you know instead how I think the movie should have ended? How's that? I know that I've, I've discussed this. With, There's a, with well, uh, okay, but the problem is, is that. The movie should have ended 
like whatever whatever you're gonna say like you'd have to go back and fix the entire sequel no, trilogy i can this. i can end the film give you a better more satisfactory ending and have the movie everything happens up to a very specific point at the end of the film how's that so when ray kills palpatine you know she fell over dead yeah they should have left her dead oh and then it's, the, it's kylo all of the to... all of the sith were killed by all of the Jedi and all and of the Jedi over. died in process. And all that is left is Kylo Ren, who is neither Jedi nor Sith. He's just right there in the middle. That is balance, baby. And he is a Skywalker. Yeah. That would have made sense. but And then he could have been the one burying the sabers on Tatooine. But see, the problem with that is that I think they wanted Rey to be the hero. Yeah, they did. And she's not. No. Like she uh, like like here's the thing no this no is... problem no like I have no beef with uh, Daisy Ridley whatsoever oh, no. but like she they does, weren't setting she does a good enough they job weren't setting her up to be like yeah. the ultimate one she she wasn't even the most interesting character in movies here's that the were thing it is about her. if like I argue that the sequel trilogy is no one story but if you're going to say that it's anyone's story it's Kylo's story it's not Ray's story you know who the real protagonist in the in the sequel trilogy is. The fans. I know that sounds douchey, but the truth of the matter is, is that everything that happens revolves around your nostalgia for That's the Ridge Tridge. Seriously. Serious shit. We're going to call it that now? The Ridge the Tridge. Ridge. Uh, that's stolen from Cracked, so I'll give the I'll, I'll source that one. But <laughs> seriously. What is Cracked even doing these it, days? We don't have to source them. Oh, who, who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> your, your next episode will be um, an autopsy. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously. Just watch like, one of these days. I'll get Alex Schmidt on the on the podcast. And he'll be like, I heard you were talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Um, yeah. But no, the, the real the real fans of the uh, or the real protagonist in the sequels is uh, our collective nostalgia for the original trilogy and to a lesser extent the prequels and and that's the, that's probably one of the reasons why the conclusion is just a giant mess because they're like we got to make every single damn segment of the entire world that's ever seen star wars both deep cut fans and casual fans happy and we also have to make we we have to make the markets happy. We have to make anybody that's going to write any kind of critique, whether it's sociological or political or whatever, we got to make every single damn person happy. And the truth of the matter is, is that there is no sweet Pareto optimal spot that they're going to hit where everybody is. Now, happy. if you if you try to make everyone happy, you wind up making no one happy. You wind up making the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Straight up. So, Paul, if you had to give this movie a ranking out of 10, what would it be? Well, I'll do it out of nine because okay. there are nine Star Wars. Uh, oh, you nine never, episodes you never properly saga. ranked where this film falls. It is probably too close to say what my ultimate ranking is because just off the top of your head, gut feeling, where does it fall? It's probably the lowest Re out of everything, I, I, including including solo, including Rogue One. No, even, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, no, hold on, hold on. I am ranking this out of. The movies that are in the Skywalker saga. Okay, give me that, and then I okay. want to know your greater Star Wars ranking. And I'm going to, I'm going to in that greater Star Wars ranking, just so that there's some fodder. I will include the Star Wars Holiday Special, and I will include the Ewok. Oh, films. dude, that's mean. Um, the it, Ewok films. Okay, it's better than the Ewok films. It's better than the Christmas special. Um, it is. 
probably better than Solo, but Solo is fun in that like Saturday morning cartoon. Like I could I could turn it on and have some fun and then clean the house. Kind of Solo was significantly above this one for me. Really? In rankings? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. Um, Solo has grown on me since since. Yeah. I thought more oh yeah. And more yeah, about yeah. 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 The second time I watched it, I was like. Shit, that was all right. Why did I? Why now was I'm, I so now I'm kind of at the point where like the the last act of Solo is like the most Star Warsy Star Wars thing that Star Wars has done since Disney bought him. Pretty close because like that felt like like if you took the Castle Run and slipped that into the middle of Empire Strikes Back, it would feel obviously all the actors. Changed. It, it is slipped weird. into the Empire Strikes Back. It's called the asteroid. I field. know. Yeah, but if you sub <laughs> them out, it feels close enough that you're yeah. like, all right, this works. See, yeah. Um. It's got to be low. I mean, it's very low. And and okay. See, here's the problem. When there's a controversial Star Wars movie, um, I take a while to really come to my final decision about it mm-hmm. because, like, I didn't have a solid opinion on the Last Jedi for a year. Yeah, and, I, and we talked about it. At, at some point, I had like a coming to Jesus moment where I was like, "Listen, dude, if you don't know what you think about it, that means you didn't like it." Ultimately, this movie I know I didn't like. This movie made me a bigger fan of Last Jedi. Maybe a little bit. Now I'm kind of just like, now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm a little bit more interested in what Ryan Johnson was doing. Like what he was trying to say. I'm a little bit more like, I would have been kind of down for some of what you're doing. Well, okay. I'll I'll say this about Ryan Johnson. Um, If he wasn't walking into the the Skywalker trilogy. trilogy. I'd be curious to know what he wanted to do. So, so, he's, but I don't he's, want him to walk in and act like you know he's the baton carrier for something other people are doing. He supposedly still has a trilogy coming. Are you interested at all in seeing that? I wouldn't mind, but I'd be very curious to know what the material is that he's touching. Um, I, I had I, to guess it's probably it's probably they're probably either going to send it at the very end of the timeline or at the very beginning. I don't know. I'd be curious. I would like to see Ryan Johnson do a hyperspace wars. Here's film. oh my god, that would be interesting because that's like the trippiest period of who Star has, Wars. Because who has any um, feelings about the hyperspace wars? If he nobody, were touching, even the people exactly, who wrote the books have exactly, no opinion on the exactly. hyperspace wars. If he were touching uh, Revan and Nice Little Republic, I would have reservations. But if he's really? doing yes, because it, it, like if he's going to get experimental, I want him to get experimental with something that if he if it doesn't work. It's okay. Who cares? That's why I, I say I, I care about Revan enough that I want. Yeah, I want someone to touch it that really, really cares about it. This is actually the biggest complaint I actually have, and we talked about this today. But now, now, we're, now that we're recording, I'll say it. Um, I think the biggest criticism that I have about this movie and really the whole sequel trilogy is it didn't feel like the people that were in charge uh, felt Star Wars body and soul. Like yeah. it, it wasn't in their in their full character. Like it wasn't part of their religion. Well, I mean, and that's, this is the difference between this and the Mandalorian. Yeah, and that's something that we've discussed. We've talked about how like kind of in our, like when you got done seeing the movie and I yeah. got to see it for a second time, we were texting about it, and we both kind of came to the agreement that like they should just give Star Wars to Dave Filoni. Yeah, and just have yeah. him be like their Kevin Feige, right? The guy right. who like nothing happens without it going through him. Right, right, right. And I, I've heard great things about him. I've heard things about him. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's, I, he's a pretty cool dude. I, I haven't heard that many negative things about him. I'm sure there are negative things about him. But to be honest, I know that he's going to steer the ship well enough that they will take some interesting turns. Like, to be honest, moving Star Wars into a television format is an interesting enough turn 
that like like that is the exact kind of innovation that I want to see out of Star Wars right now. I don't want to see all right, I'm going to take character names and then put it into my own version of science fiction. That's too far afield. Like Star Wars is too important to too many people. You can't just radically change it and expect everybody to just go along. It's unfortunate whether fortunately or unfortunately it is a big giant systemic institution and you can only move it one way or so another much. very If you want to make slowly. drastic changes to Star Wars it needs to be very small amounts over a long time. If you need to make if you're going to make mass, uh, massive drastic changes to Star Wars, you don't call it Star Wars. Like you want to know how you make a massive drastic change to the canon and the lore of Flash Gordon, you call it Star Wars. The same thing would have do, to apply. Do you here. know how you make massive changes to Star Wars? You call it Mass Effect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Although I'd argue that looks more like B five, but well, Bab- well, you know, because uh, has there ever been a podcast where we didn't talk about Babylon five? <laughs> no, well, like because Mass Effect was doing Knights of the Old Republic, yeah. and then like Obsidian took over Knights of the Old Republic two, and Bioware was like, we still kind of want to make a Star Wars game. Uh, let's do it in our own universe because we don't have the licensing. And what yeah. came out was Mass Effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, so are you on board then for uh? the Cassian Andor series and Obi-Wan. I am definitely on board for the Obi-Wan. Um, I, I'd be interested to know what they want to do with Cassian Andor. It's, it's still an open book. Like they could do whatever they want basically with that character. Rogue One is another movie that for me has drastically improved. The more that I think. I liked Rogue One when I saw I it actually, and I still like Rogue One now. When I tweeted out my rankings the other day, I surprised some people because I put Rogue One number three. I, I went Empire, it, Return, Rogue One, New Hope. I would certainly put Empire first. Oh, yeah. I feel like nobody. I would put that. a New Hope higher than Return. There's there's some discussion about where Return versus New Hope go. I have a bit of a yeah. stronger connection to Return of the Jedi because I because being like a when I was a real little kid, that was my favorite Star Wars because there were teddy bears. Actually, I didn't give a shit about the Ewoks. Growing up, I gave a massive shit about the bomb-ass fucking lightsaber duel at the end of it. Well, okay. Highest ranked um, of the sequel trilogy. Force Awakens? Force Awakens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Force Awakens, for me, wound up... uh, It was competent and it had potential. I believe it was about dead middle. I think it was below Solo, above... Or no, it might have been above Solo. Like, I I think those two kind of, like... For me, yeah, flip-flop. Yeah. And Owen's mom actually said, because uh, Owen and I were talking about it, at like they had like a family thing, and I saw When by. Carla came in and was like, here's my thoughts. Yeah. She she pointed out, she's like, you know, The Force Awakens is actually a pretty well-made film and actually a pretty good one. By itself, because it's true. basically just a new hope. Yeah, and I'm like, I yeah. didn't want to see a new hope. I wanted to see, well, what else do you got? I understand why. I saw a new hope three movies ago tell me some more i'm okay with i'm okay with the force awakens being basically a new hope because uh i understand the idea that maybe you need to ease people back in and be like okay this is a safe place before doing something different this is another discussion because i thought that what was going to happen uh when i saw the force awakens was uh there was going to be like a theme of like inter of like generational rhyming yeah where it was like well yeah every generation has to experience this and this is what we see and like you know it's just slightly different so were you the person who was sitting there going i bet you the last jedi is basically going to be empire strikes back 
I mean, it wouldn't have surprised me if that were the case, but since it was a different director and, and you know, like everything I saw coming out of it, like the posters were radically different from what we had seen before. I was like, this, like, like it's given off cues, subtle cues that this is gonna be a little different. And then within the first 15 minutes, you know, Mark Hamill tosses his lightsaber over the cliff and I'm like, they're telling us to not pay attention to the old stuff. What did you think of stuff. the uh, the jab at that moment that was in Rise of Skywalker? Oh, um... A Jedi's weapon should be shown more respect, says the guy who threw that very same lightsaber almost off a cliff. Yeah, it's like... Which I understand. I, I, mean, I understand people someone in the is going to make a f Someone is going to make an edit of every time the Rise of Skywalker contradicts yeah. the last and Jedi. I understand and it's gonna be a very I understand people video. in the arguments right now who are who are yelling at me raging at me going <laughs> Luke's arc blah he started off a curmudgeon who doesn't care about the lightsaber and at the end he did Listen, like I don't care if there's ghosts still, in your universe arc shouldn't be completed after you're dead there's still a that is still like a painfully obvious yeah. jab and you cannot tell me that it wasn't yeah. He he did. Mark Hamill did everything short of winking at the fucking camera yeah, after he said yeah, that line. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, love you, Mark. I don't blame anything. On no, you. it's not, it's not. None of fault. this is you. It's nobody's. It, it yeah. It's 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 not. It's not their fault. The Honestly, none of like I don't fault any of the actors at all. You you can't. You Everyone can't. did everything that they could possibly possibly do. Well, yeah, and like it, it, it's kind of like when uh, you know. When, when, like, you get a letter in the mail from, like, the army and you're drafted, it's like, I gotta go. Like, yeah. Star Wars tells me they want me to be an actor. You don't screw with that. You go play the character. And maybe the character is dog shit, or maybe the director is doing stuff you really don't agree with, or maybe the writing, and maybe the dialogue, which has always been true, is kind of wooden. Yeah. You know, you say it anyway as best you can because it's Star Wars, you know? So, uh, what did you think... I, I have, I've started a lot of questions with what do you think? Uh, how do you feel about the way that Rise of Skywalker just completely sidelined Rose? Um, I feel bad. I I, I feel I feel bad for the lady. Um, I think for the character or for Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran, I guess. Yeah. Um, the character I don't care one way or the other about because I I was one of those people where I'm like I don't really get why she's here. But you know, whatever. Um, right? It's it's one of the it's one more. There's a in a laundry list of things where I'm like, hey, Ryan Johnson, what are you doing here? Like, what's what's the deal here with this? I I'm like, okay, I feel like whatever. she was she was a puzzle piece that Ryan Johnson introduced to it be like worked. the next film is going to do something with her. It could have worked. It could have worked. But and I think what happened was J.J. Abrams came in and was like, here's my vision. She doesn't fit in with it. I have no, like, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I don't dislike this character, but I don't know what to do with it, so I'm going to put it over here. He straight up, like, at the very least, he gave her a throwaway scene where Finn was like, hey, Rose, you sure you don't want to come along? And she has, like, some excuse. Yeah, like, he kind of tried yeah. and to, to get it to fit together with the old stuff. Um, that's fine. Um, I, I'm not one of these people that's, like, I, I, I mean, I don't... I don't know why people would shit on the actress for, you know, doing her damn job. Because some the, people do. Because the internet is full of people who let's let's be honest, a lot of the attacks on Kelly Marie Tran were both uh misogyny and racism. It's very it very, very could it very possibly could be. I, I don't know. I mean it, it, but 
in terms of her character in The Last Jedi, I, it was fine, but I'm like, I don't... I, I mean, I didn't really get the whole thing on uh, uh, whatever the gambling planet was. I can't Canto remember. Bite. Canto Bite. I was like, this is fine. If this were... And maybe this is why Star Wars should move to television, because it's like, if that was one episode in The Last Jedi, the TV show... I'd be like, okay, that was a fun little romp with Finn, you know, it's, it's doing fine. his thing, doing his, doing his and thing, and you know, maybe weird if it was, space horses. Maybe this sequel trilogy has a weird obsession with, with like horses? with space horses. Yeah, they're they're doing a like Rohan charge on a star destroyer. I will say when that's, I saw that that's in the trailer, interesting. At I'm least. like, okay, it's interesting, but I'm like, would you pick a lane? Like, are you a space movie? Like, like, just tell me what you want here. I you mean, know, this was a series. Like, that, please help me out. Oh, this was a series that started off as a Western in space. Okay. And like, and Solo is certainly still a Western in space, you know, but like, would, would you just decide? And the Mandalorian is a Western. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Just flat out. And, and I, and if it deviates, I will like it less. Well, we've only got one episode left, which is going to come out in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, Okay, actually, now I'm gonna I'm gonna say the thing that I hate the most about the Rise of Skywalker. Now I thought about it because um, where's Baby Yoda? <laughs> right, yeah, that was yes. my question too. Speaking of which, what the hell? <laughs> what um, the fuck? <laughs> um, the thing that I hate the most about it—he's only like 55 by the time of Rise of Skywalker. True enough, it's, it's fine. He's still a baby. The thing that I hate the most about it. Um, so is Anakin the chosen one or what? No, the sequel trilogy just completely shits on that. That is why I am like, nothing in the sequel trilogy counts. Because you can make an argument that, that Anakin still <clears throat> did what the prophecy said he yeah, would do yeah. and people when are, he killed the Emperor, and, people, and then the sequel trilogy yeah. is like, just kidding! And people are pointing out in the vo voiceover, he's like, bring balance to the Force like Ray, I as did. I did. And it's like, what a cop-out. Like, give me a break. Have... Hayden Christensen return as a force ghost and fucking kill Palpatine. It was, I and will say. And he couldn't show up because there was no Jedi who's never been to Exegol and like he has to channel himself through Rey and then all of the other Jedi show up and it's like, thank you for being here. You are the conduit by which we can destroy the Sith finally. I will say. It's like, oh my God, that would have been amazing. While it, it would have been incredibly, like way better to have seen him. Holy shit. It was nice for Hayden Christensen to at least come back even yeah, if but, uh, I know. I think that still. I think that the biggest failing of this sequel trilogy cuz the the Skywalker <laughs> saga is Anakin's story. Yes. From beginning yes! to end. Yes. He should have been there in The Force Awakens. He should have been there yes. in Last Jedi. He should yes. have been there in this one. Yes. And yes. I know that they wanted to do Force Ghost Anakin in The Force Awakens and there was concept art of half of him is looking like Darth Vader. I think Hayden Christensen couldn't do it or something, but they still could have like they could have they could have they could have or at the very least they could have like given some imagery that's like, "Oh, he's he's totally watching. Like he's here." Yeah. You might not necessarily see him, but maybe every once in a while Kylo hears the breathing and he's like, "Oh shit." What? Yeah. And then like, you know, by then, by the time of Last Jedi, Hayden Christensen was back. He was back on good terms with the community. He was showing up at celebration. He was doing all this sort of yeah, stuff. Like, by then, yeah. you could have probably gotten him to actually yeah. appear. And I know he was super nervous to step back into the line. He was, because the, the reaction <clears throat> after the prequels were not good. 
over the years again it ain't over the years fault. it's not the actor's it's not fault. it's not but you know how the internet is i know but I know. over the years i feel like largely because of the work that's been done by uh prequel memes <laughs> for the most part uh has really gone a long way to build up appreciation for the prequels. Yeah. And that's why he sort of felt comfortable coming back. Plus Ian yeah. McDermott was like, bro, come do this with me. It'll be awesome. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just, just come do it. Like <laughs> he probably was like, dude, I'm coming back and it doesn't make any sense. Like, come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll hang out for a couple of days. It'll be because awesome. if I'm not mistaken, they're still like, kind of buddies yeah right they're, yeah. they're like come back to LA we'll get shit faced it'll be great, it'll be great. <laughs> I was also glad that Samuel L. Jackson yeah 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 took, he, he voiced took he some voiced time it. out of his busy I, I guarantee you that if anybody there did it for free Samuel L. Jackson did it for free oh for sure because he loved Star Wars yeah so it, in my mind uh, in conclusion this is my final the final thing I'll say about the Rise of Skywalker at least recorded um in the future, I am going to tell my progeny that they should watch uh, episodes one through episodes one through six, and um, if they really want to watch some really flashy billion dollar fanfic, they can watch the next three because I don't know what else to call them. And and I've I I said this to you when we weren't recording, but it feels like there's books that were written by Frank Herbert in the Dune saga. And they're really, really good. And then his son wrote a couple and they're okay, but they're not the same thing. This is what this feels like. So if I'm going to tell people, uh, if somebody comes up to me and, and is like, oh, should I watch or should I read Dune? I'll go read uh, the first couple of books. Everything up and, to Chapter House. Yeah, right? e read everything up to well, Yeah, read everything up to Chapter House. And if you hate the fact that it ends on a cliffhanger, you know, you can read the rest of it. And it's based off of like some like sketches. It's his notes. And yeah, it's his notes and outlines. You can read it. It's not as good. But to be honest, if you just want like a tight, compact, like I just want to know the bit of the you know dune saga that feels like that's it's iconic like, well and that feels like it's like a closed loop read dune uh through god emperor and then you, you've got a realistically good, you've got when a it comes chunk. to those books that's where you should end. right 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 because after so, that it gets real freaking weird super, well god emperor i think is, weird, is super but, weird but, but god emperor ends the arc exactly so you, exactly so kind of and this is the same way i'm going to be like if you want to know star wars watch the george lucas star wars the rest of it is uh, window dressing. Yeah. I definitely will say I feel like the sequel trilogy isn't so much saga films as it's saga adjacent. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, we don't really have anything to do with the main story of the saga, mm -hmm. but we've got saga characters, so we're going to mm -hmm. say that we're part of the saga. Yeah. Even though it's like, yeah. are you though? Because nothing that you do fits. And once everybody's done, uh, you know, w once the, the dust settles from Star Wars, from, from this stuff, I do want to see stuff that takes place in the era of the old Republic when like Jedi were just everywhere and they acted like straight up, no bullshit samurais. And the Sith were basically, basically just like if heavy metal became a religion and everybody was wearing red and they were just like, yeah, the dark side. And there's just Woo! a thousand of them. And it's just, Oh, it's the best. It's my favorite. Like there is a reason why I still play uh, the old Republic to this day, because I'm like, 
this is awesome. And the well, and are so t- badass. They're not mopey, brooding, emo assholes that are hiding I mean, the there shadows. were definitely it's, those. They, they're there, but then most of them are just like, it's time for the end, motherfuckers! And they're just killing they're just wearing it's, They're it's wearing the spikes best. and just being yeah, like... Yeah, they're, they're just like, like I'm everything Sith. is hate! Hey, I'm <laughs> Sith, I'm here to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, so, oh, it's so great. Get used it's to so it. great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so when the dust settles, I want some of that where it's like, hey man, we're making Star Wars don't take us so seriously. I would like to see I want to see that. Yeah. For sure. I definitely want to see Old Republic stuff. <clears throat> I want to see Knights of the Old Republic. I want to see Revan. I want to for see sure. Bastel. I, sure. sure. I want to see Cartho fucking nasty yeah, there out there go. doing there Carthy go. things. There you go. Uh but I also wouldn't mind <laughs> seeing maybe a trilogy. If Ron of- Perlman isn't Candrus Ordo, I don't know. Oh, that would be the perfect. Would- that would be perfect, the- right? Perfect like casting. it's it's drawn and it looks just like him. I I will say I want to see that. That's number one priority for me. But I wouldn't mind challenging them to do a trilogy that has nothing to do with Jedi, nothing to do with Sith. Give us like they'll give us an Ewok series. And God no, give us like give us like the Gungan trilogy, <laughs> the untold tales. I mean, if they could do something interesting with Gungans, please by all means. They but, very well could. But like, knows. give give me like a trilogy focused around like. Spice Runners. There you go. That's an idea. Give yeah. me give me Firefly in the Star Wars universe. I think that now they're going to be extremely... Um, I don't know. It's possible that Disney is getting awfully mixed signals. Like, if you're not involved in Star Wars, like, again, if you don't eat and breathe Star Wars, you're probably like, I don't know what these assholes want. We experimented and we gave them The Last Jedi and they hated it. And then we gave them exactly what they wanted and gave them just, like, nothing but member berries and they hated that too. So I don't know what the hell these guys want, you know? So I would be that's, worried. That's why I, I specifically like told people, hey, look, Rise of Skywalker isn't very good, but go see it anyways, because you can't have two Star Wars movies bombing in a row. Because Solo flopped. And if Rise of Skywalker flopped, I guarantee you, at least, Disney would shut down every Star Wars film project. At least from what I've seen. It ain't gonna hit the. They're uh, already at it, five hundred million. It ain't gonna hit the weekend mark that the last Jedi. No, did. the 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 weekend box office for Rise of Skywalker was um below the other two, but they have already, as of today, the recording of this, which is Christmas, yeah, they hit five hundred million globally, which means that if things continue like that, it'll probably be another billion. It'll be film. fine. But In it which case, be. it's that's. That's fine. That's yeah. what Disney kind of expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, they want a billion. If it comes in at like eight hundred million, yeah. I don't think Disney's gonna look and, at that. And it and does make me wonder how much internally, like, you know, the folks running Disney and Lucasfilm are sitting around going like, fuck, we got a dud. Like we gotta like just just so you know, this ain't gonna do what we wanted to do. Well, there's a reason there's a reason why Star Wars is taking a break after this. Because they're like which is bullshit because it's like, oh, they say it's Star Wars fatigue. It's like nobody in the world has ever had Star Wars fatigue. We just what had it is, bad is movies. You had me. bad Star Wars. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't get. Well, that's s- why that's why they're not stopping the shows. Yeah. It's like you don't get sex fatigue. You had bad sex. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, we from what I've heard, uh, the next Star Wars film is going to be 2023. I think is what they're saying. And what will that be? Um, That'll rumors, be the Old Republic. Rumor has it it's going to be Old Republic. We we still don't even know for sure I that that's what that. I don't that mind that's that. what's happening. But that's the rumor on With the Keanu Reeves is Revan. 
I would I would watch that. I actually I, I have absolutely no desire Holy, for him to be Revan. He looks like Revan. I know. I still don't have any desire. I, and and this is me pulling it. But he looks like he looks like the old Republic Revan. So he looks yes. like older Revan who's been through some. But shit. that's about as canon as we've got. Yeah, you know. But um, I don't want a famous person to be no. Revan. They need to pull some like Star Wars star prodigy actor. Star out. Wars is a cast me. I'll I'll lose some weight and play Revan. Let's there do go. it. There you go. Um, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. We don't know what he looked like, Kathleen. You know my number. <laughs> I've never given it to anybody at Disney, but it's Disney. They know my number. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guarantee they if they, they know, wanted to get they a hold know of people me, at Google. They know my stuff. I guarantee you, if they wanted to get a hold of me, they could get a hold of me. Oh, no for problem. sure, for sure. Uh, How many Aljets are there after all? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's like three John Aljets, so please call the right one. Um, but. One of them's really old, and one of them is not you. Is not me. <laughs> uh, so, where was I going with this? Uh, yeah, they're taking a break, but they aren't stopping the TV series. Yeah. Uh, in between now and the next film, uh, we should be getting at the very least Cassidy and or possibly also Obi one. Yeah. Um. So yeah. we'll just have to see, but. Anyways, uh, so this actually has been part of an extended interview that I've done with Paul. Uh, the part that is in the main episode is going to be cut down significantly because we've been recording for almost an hour. Holy shit. Um, so I'm going to be definitely cutting your section down to fit into the larger episode. That's fine. That's because fine. I don't think that Owen would appreciate a two and a half hour long podcast I will, episode. I will. Yeah, but the problem is, is that if you're talking about The Rise of Skywalker, you were talking about the entirety of Star Wars period, and it's there's true. almost no way to escape that. Uh, you know Red Letter Media? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Their review of Rise of Skywalker, their half-in-the-bag review, mm. was 70 minutes. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, surprise doesn't me. Surprise me because you gotta sit there and go, okay, this is why I'm thinking about this, because the context of this... Like, what you're doing is you're saying, uh, like, it's a question like, why ha did the NASDAQ go down today? You gotta be like, okay... I have to explain to you all of current global affairs, and I have to explain to you all of what's going on in this particular industry, and I have to explain to you why this industry is not doing so well. Like, you, There's so much background that you have to get to before you get to an answer of the NASDAQ went down because of X, Y, Z. Because if you yeah. just say, uh, you know, uh, gold is, you know, is, is shallow right now or whatever, whatever yeah. stock people talk so, about. So needless to say, that was a pretty heady explanation for why we're, we have so much to say. There's a lot of shit to unpack. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, but since it's Christmas, I've been drinking all day. <laughs> true, he has good scotch that I got him. Mm. So you're welcome. Thank you for that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Paul, since this, th since this like extra episode has been a full episode, this can be a bonus. This this, be yeah, bonus this is stuff. a bonus thing there that's, that's out of the re regular release schedule. Yeah. But Paul, where on where on the internet can people find you? Um, probably, well, as we had said, uh, you could call Disney and they can find me, um, or you can Google me and I guarantee that the first 10, uh, Google, uh, search results will be for me. Uh, there's um, aljetsconsulting.com. Uh, aljetsconsulting.com. Um, they can find me on Twitter, but I never check it. Um, you should launch a, a personal non Aljets consulting Twitter. That's just like just Paul sci-fi <laughs> hot takes. At just Paul, <laughs> so that so that because you've appeared enough on the podcast that it's like, all right, you need like a personal Twitter for us to throw to. I suppose. I don't know. The problem is, is that don't I never don't bother the damn don't thing. bother reading it. Just 
just have Twitter to post your hot takes and then don't look at the newsfeed. Okay, here's, and this is way <laughs> off topic, but I am thoroughly bored with social media. You're also a bit out of the age. I feel like you were... I'm 34. I'm not that far out of the age. No, but, like, you were, like, of the first wave of people where social media were coming along. Yeah. And so, like, you're kind of at that point where you're, like... I don't need it. But like, whereas a whereas somebody who's more my age is like, we grew up with social media being like the thing. Like, okay, I I have I have a Reddit account, but that's basically it. You know, like, and I have do Twitter. You, do you post? I have Twitter, Reddit, very rarely, extremely rarely. I think I posted, and I've been I've been on Reddit for I think five years, and I think I posted twice because it's like only when I really super care for some feedback from anonymous humans. Um, but like I have Twitter only for business and then I don't really ever check it. Um, and then like after I, cause I deleted Facebook cause I'm like, hey, I don't I'm, really need this. You should go on Reddit and just be like, Hey, I'm the brother of a very small time podcaster. Amen. Like he's not even B list. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, J-list. I joke that I'm a Z tier celebrity. <laughs> yeah, there you like go. I'm a celebrity, but like, nah, not like, really. Somebody at the local dive has heard of you. <laughs> I've been recognized before. It's really? A, it's a very weird experience. No shit. It's a very weird. Are they experience. like, holy crap, you're John Algis. And I'm like, and you're like, who? They, they never know <laughs> my name. But they're like, you're that guy. You're that guy with the waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been recognized for Bender Waffles once. I've been recognized for Screen Rant. Like, were you in a place where times. people would be like, clearly they would recognize me here? Or were you just walking down the street? I mean, like like movie premieres and like stuff like this. You know, like going to, like for instance. of uh, If you get to reference movie premieres with a straight face, you're at least a, a Q-list celebrity. Yeah. But like, <laughs> so I didn't go to the premiere of Endgame, obviously, because that's way above my pay grade yeah. but i did go to the to one of the preview showings the day before and when i was waiting in line for that there were a few people that that were like hey i kind of recognize your voice do you make videos on the internet and like and i was why like yes as a matter of fact as i do and they were like oh shit we know you yeah we watched your stuff and the guy pulled up a video he was literally watching in the car driving to the theater that day that was one of my screen rant videos it was my it was my like MCU recap video. And what are the odds of that? Like how many Pretty fucking low. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like how many people did that guy talk to and they were like, Who? I, I don't even know what screen rant is. What are you talking about? I just have a voice. Go away. Apparently I have a very recognizable voice can for you, radio. Can you, can you imagine if they came up to me because I sound close enough to you and they're like, you sound familiar. It's like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. You You'd be like, did you listen to me on the Start by Plunge podcast? Yeah. My like, multiple guest appearances? Yeah, you're the waffle guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough. Your flexo pancakes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, you can find him. I'll have links to his stuff down in the description. Uh... Also, be sure to check out the main episode where myself and Owen go a bit more deeper into, like, the snobby filmmaking aspect. This was much more of a fan discussion. Owen and I, are uh, we go much more into, like, the pacing is bad. The editing is bad. Here's why the dialogue sucks. Like, a God, bit... God, speaking of pacing, this a, is the, a bit this more the movie pretentious. to not... God. Uh, and it's real bad. It's Anyways, bad. guys and gals, if you enjoyed this bonus episode, why don't you uh, follow the Starway Plounge's main thing? Check it out. Also, uh, be sure to let us know what you thought of The Rise of Skywalker. As a fan, we're talking. Uh, so, like, the lore stuff, the storyline stuff, all that sort of stuff. I want to know what you thought of that. 
You can tweet at me. I'm at BenderWaffles. You can also tweet at Owen. He'll probably pay attention to. He's at Owen Scott underscore P. Or you can tweet at the Starwipe Lounge itself, which is at Starwipe Lounge, all one word. Use the hashtag Starwipe Lounge so that it's a little bit easier for us to find your answer. And, uh, yeah, just let us know. Until then, as I said, be sure to check out the main episode. And you will catch us the next time that we do a podcast, because honestly, at this point, we do it whenever the fuck we got time. That's true. Or whenever you're in town, basically. Yeah, basically. So, uh, Paul, thank you again for coming on the show as usual. Always a pleasure. Uh, And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.